This is not a Christmas song, cause Bobby doesn't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, tease the season with a nigga named Jockbeast. Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. Flow so cold, spitting fire on the hot beats. Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. And wrap your gifts, cause hoes be hoeing. Ho ho ho, ho ho ho, ho ho ho. And Santa cop the brick, got that motherfucker snowing. Fa la 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 la, la la la. Santa, whoa, whoa. Is that a pistol in all the tips hollow? Yeah, you fucking right, and you can die tonight. Look, I ain't got no money, got a three five I could borrow. Hell, fucking no, you couldn't pay me back tomorrow. I know you and Jack Frost ain't so cool, but man, fuck Jack Frost, he can fucking die too. Ooh, I'ma pay you back, I wouldn't play you like no fool. Fa la 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 la, no 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 man, no no. Intro. Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Yes, sir. Almost a week into uh, December. How's Christmas looking on your end? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I should probably think about getting some gifts for some people's maybe at some point. Outside of you, you're the only person I've got a gift for. Um, how about you? Yeah, I have gotten no gifts, including gifts for you, but I kind of have <laughs> ideas. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have a couple of couple of good ideas. Riveting stuff. Oh yeah. I still should probably uh, get a tree or something, maybe. I haven't even done that yet. Yeah. No, it's. You put it up this this late in the year. Like, if I wanted to put up a tree, I put it up maybe in the beginning of November. At least I have it up. Beginning so, of November. Yeah, because if I had it up, That's I mean, if I had it up that long. It would, it would, I'd feel better about it than putting it up for two weeks and then taking it down after all that hard yeah, work putting it up. I guess so, but it might also be a little drier by the time Christmas arrives if you put it up that early. Oh, fuck that. I'll get a fake tree. Oh, yeah, you, you're a fake tree guy. <laughs> Loser. Well, hey. <laughs> That's what I grew up with. Well, I did have real ones, too, so I can't say that. We interchanged. Right on, right on. Did you know that Comic-Con was last weekend, San Diego Comic-Con? It was last weekend? Yeah. Why didn't we attend? Why didn't we know about it is the question. That's a good point, too. Why do didn't remember, we know about it? Do you remember when Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, was the biggest thing in the world? And yeah. Now, now it's a footnote that people didn't even remember happened last weekend. I saw a little note yep. on there. I guess uh, John Cena went dressed up as, peace, as Peacemaker and did a uh, trailer reveal last weekend oh, nice. there. 
That's the only reason I knew about it. I had no idea that they had an in person. They had an in person Comic Con. I guess it was all a cosplay event. So. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, First I remember. First time since hit. Yeah, because I remember back in the day, shit, the, the trailers that would come out of there. Not even, not even just with the Marvel, the Marvel era now, but back in the day, I remember the first yep. poster for Doctor Octopus and Spider Man Two came out through that. Yeah, I think companies seem to be doing their own thing now, where like Marvel will have their own day, and DC usually will do their well, own stuff. Yeah, DC and uh, same thing as uh, like uh, with video games. Now the companies, PlayStation, instead of going to E three, will just do their own thing. Yeah, DC, DC is so huge. DC's is so huge for them because of the uh, the amount of uh, press that it got, plus just the amount of I, I bet you like clicks and streams that that got it was. Yeah, it, it was something that they weren't going to get through going through a second party like or a third party like uh, San Diego Comic Con. But yeah, it's the way the world is now. But I hope Marvel. I know uh, Disney Investor Day was kind of like that last year, and uh, they tried to do the same thing with Disney Plus Day this year, but. They need to, they need to have some sort of on the Marvel, Marvel Star Wars Disney side. They need to have some sort of a uh, event like that. DC, yeah, they Bandle. definitely do. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, um, quick note on Star Wars. I don't know if you saw it posted to the Instagram page, but uh, I did. A guy took the script, the original script that Colin Trevorrow had written for Episode Nine. Uh, remember, Trevorrow was on the project basically until Carrie Fisher died. And he'd written a pretty dark script, so I can kind of see why Disney was like, after they wanted to pull a U-turn too with the way people reacted to The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Um, But he basically turned his script into a comic book, so that is free. All you have to do is uh, um, Duel of the Fates comic, and it'll come right up on Google, and uh, it's a pretty good read. I ended up reading that instead of watching Santa with Muscles. Oh. Again, the first like I watched the first like half hour of it, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into and, that uh, later. Yeah. Wow, that movie is something else. <laughs> I, it was. Lot, it was something yeah. else. We'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll get into it more, <laughs> especially in the weeks to come. Um, the other thing I want to talk about before we get into news, um, I don't know if you've seen like Back to the Future merch, current merchandising. Have you seen that on on social media? What they do now. For the main, the main social, the main uh, merchandising partner that they have, I have a little bit, but not too much. Um, I've seen it's, like a bunch of like figures where they have removable heads and stuff like that, but nothing really outside. It's of that, that it's that Lego. Um, it's the Lego. Um, it was like that Playmobil, wherever the hell it was that we had when we were really oh, yeah. young before before Legos. Yeah, those were trash though. It's like the trash Lego, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that's all I could think. I kept seeing social media posts. I, ha- I guess they have an advent. Like GoBots or whatever those things were. Yeah, they have an advent calendar out. I saw I saw a couple of posts like every every day of the month of December or before Christmas. You open up a open up a door and you get you get the advent for the for the advent calendar for the month. And I just saw, uh, I just saw it. I, saw, I wish Lego had something like that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't get fucking Playmobil for that, but. Yeah, um, definitely not. Yeah, the merchandising, merchandising in general. The only one that really did a good job with it was always Star Wars and George Lucas. Most yep. most things aren't done well, but Back to the Future has been horrible in recent years. Um, like I, I kind of, I've I've wanted a replica of the tr- time travel train. They have they haven't had any. Like you go on YouTube, you look online, they haven't had any besides fan made 
trains. They haven't had anything on there for time travel trains. Like Lionel should make one, or <clears throat> anybody should make something like that. Yep. But yeah, merchandising from Back to the Future has sucked in recent years. Um, besides T-shirts and just the random, you know, regular shit. But yeah. Speaking of uh, merchandising toys, I just wanted to give a quick plug to uh, Ryan Connell's podcast, "The Stuff Dreams Are Made Of." Um, the stuff dreams are made off the roost and it's with uh, David Mendel who of course is the showrunner for Veep, he wrote for Seinfeld he wrote for Curb Enthusiasm, he's been in a few episodes of both um, they do a show that's 100% about collecting toys and whatnot. Um, and Ryan Condell wrote uh, the TV show Colony and he's also the showrunner for the new HBO Game of Thrones House of the Dragon show it's cool. a pretty good little podcast if you want to check it out cool, nice yeah, eventually I want to get into the podcast. I know we both have different different tastes in podcasts. I'd like to get into yeah. one episode. I, I listen to a ton of shit because of my job. I yeah. I'm in the car for four hours a day, so I listen to a lot. Um, yeah, so I'd like to, I'd like to get into that one day, maybe in a couple weeks, maybe maybe after yeah, that's Christmas. A good one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's get into news. I know you mentioned that you wanted to get a uh, opener for news. I haven't done it yet. We'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we need, we'll get a sound we need, at some point. Yeah, we need more sound effects in the uh, in the system, but we'll do that eventually. Um, uh, big news this week: uh, pre-order tickets for Spider-Man came out this week. Took yes, uh, theater took the theater websites completely offline. Did you have any um, issues getting yours? I ended up getting us too, but we're probably I'm I don't know if you want to go, but I, I uh, with a couple of other friends of ours they wanted to go too. I'm probably the next day or the day yeah. after I, I like to go. I don't know if you want to go or not. Probably, we can talk. Yeah. We can talk about that after. But um, but yeah, it's the best ticket sale since Avengers Endgame. I mean, of course, the movie's hyped up like crazy, um, and most of the shows have sold out for the first two nights, for the most part. So. Yep, and uh, which is good because I'm uh, looking forward to it because the last two Spider-Man films, though I really like them, they uh, didn't do. I mean, they did fine at the box office, but they weren't like your typical Marvel like 800 to a billion yep. um, in sales. I don't believe. I think they were both around 600 million. Uh, I'm not sure, but this one should hopefully cross the billion mark for Spider-Man, and uh, yep. that'd be awesome. Yeah, and if the rumors are true, which everything, all signs are pointing to it, this is going to be huge. And uh, we only got 12 days yep. left. So, so yeah, in a couple of weeks, expect a uh, massive uh, massive spoiler-filled ending to an episode about Sp- uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So. Um, speaking of that, the runtime has been 2 hours and 28 minutes has been confirmed. Um, it's... it's uh, I think it's only the only other longer movies in that were Endgame, which was three hours, Eternals, which was two hours and thirty seven, and Infinity War, which is two hours and twenty nine, which is pretty damn close. Okay. So it's like fourth yeah. fourth highest runtime. So I mean, with a lot going on in that movie, that's that's a good deal. So yeah, um, other Spider Man. I mean, I'd news. honestly be happy with a three hour movie, to be honest. That's how excited I am. Yeah, it's it's, and they're saying it's an end game level of level movies. So I mean, you're, if you're if you're gonna take all those Spider Man universes and put them into one, you're, you're you'd expect something that long. So yeah, um, <clears throat> more Spider Man news. Uh, Sony confirmed three more Spider Man Marvel produced movies starring Tom Holland. Um, yes, Tom Holland's denied it, but he also you know he knows how to play in the social media game now. So well, yeah, um, now <laughs> now yeah, he does. Now. He didn't want to He's been reprimanded a bunch now for him spoiling <laughs> shit, so. Um, 
yeah, I think I think they want to take the character. I'm sure this movie will show it more, but they want to distance him from Iron Man, give him his own series. Yeah, which should be good. But then again, this movie, it's Doctor Strange helping him out, so we'll see if right. they actually distance him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, you're right, and I and I don't know where the character would be going from here. There's there's a ton of Spider-Man stories they can tell. They can tell. Oh yeah, the clone we, we saga. We really thought this tell. would be about Craven, but they pulled the old Okie doke and nope. <laughs> yeah, Craven. The Craven saga would be perfect. I mean, yeah, it would have been great with him being a crim- with a criminal on the run, but they could, which is they one could of the few be. like uh, graphic novels that star Spider-Man. I don't think there's yeah. a lot of graphic novels. Yeah. Um, for him out there, so that'd be a cool storyline to yeah. do. Yeah, Craven would be great. Um, love to see Black Cat show up in that series or a series mm-hmm. of, of Spider-Man. Um, I personally want to see a true Black Suit Venom saga spinoff Spider-Man type of deal. Um, I know they've done Venom with Tom Hardy, but I'd love to see see it done right. <laughs> and Topher Grace. Yeah, I don't mention. Any, I don't any mention shot him. he shows up in this movie. No, I don't think so. But I think there is a chance. I think there is a <laughs> you think chance. Tom that Hardy's might. Tom Hardy could, yeah, just because of the ending. Have, have you seen Venom yet? Venom two. Uh, not the second one, no. Um, but I saw the, the end credits. Yeah. You did see the end um, credits. Yeah. What if Topher Grace's shows up and Tom Hardy's kills Topher Grace's? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would love to see a Spider Verse series too. That'd be pretty cool. I know they I know yeah. they're doing it on the animated side, but it'd be pretty cool to see live action. And I mean, so far the animated one's probably one of the best Spider-Man movies they've done. So just as Mask the Phantasm is one of the best Batman movies ever done, which was an animated one. So we're gonna talk about it later. We're gonna talk about it later. But have you seen Hawkeye yet? This this week's yes. episode. Yes. You saw you saw the big uh, cameo. Big cameo. We'll talk about it later, but okay. um, we're still on, still on the Spider-Man topic. Uh, love to see the mutation saga because um, technically Spider-Man, if you're looking at it, he's he's mutated his body. So maybe the mutation goes wrong. Like in the comic books, he grows six arms. Uh, it would be interesting to see the X-Men maybe brought in to test him and see why his mutation is happening like that. It'd be an interesting thing to do if they if they were if they were to bring it back into the MCU. Um, love to see a Miles Morales story with the Prowler, yes. kind of like, kind of like they did. And I think Miles bring will back be, Childish Gambino. Yeah, and I think be the Prowler. I, yep, and I think uh, Miles will definitely be in within the next five or six years. Will be part of the MCU. Yep. Um, the other thing we'd love to see Kingpin and the Spider Slayers, uh, which with, which uh, we'll get, Vincent, we'll, with Vincent in it. Yep, and we will get into that when we talk about Hawkeye. Um, more MCU news. Uh, Colby Smulders is back as Maria Hill in Secret Invasion. That's pretty much a no-brainer. I mean, she's yeah. she's partners with uh, with Samuel L. Jackson. So, um, art from a new Lego set for Multiverse of Madness teases a new character fighting Doctor Strange. It's a sea monster from the Namor comics, and uh, Lego sets are about fifty-fifty with what's real and what's just done for marketing. So we'll see. We'll see if that comes. To, there's there's been some art for different different villains too. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if you saw this. I'm sure you did. The uh, Home Alone house that's being Airbnb'd. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. It was for an overnight stay at the Airbnb at the Home Alone house. Ring a ring ring. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was yes for an overnight stay at the Airbnb in Chicago, in Chicago or near the Chicago suburbs somewhere over there. Um, it's actually hosted by Buzz, his older brother in the movie, <laughs> who's who's in the new Homeworld movie, which we should yeah, probably I, talk about yeah, at some point. This yeah, week. we'll uh, maybe next week we'll do a review of that because you didn't mention. Yeah, that, that sounds um, good because I got a lot of things to get off my chest about that movie. But yeah, four fans will be able to stay stay there. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, you put your name in a hat and they pick four fans. And uh, yeah, you live in this big, huge mansion, and uh, and uh, they pick four people, and it costs twenty five bucks, best twenty five bucks you ever spent. And then when you leave, you get a uh, the new Home Alone Lego set for the room. So honestly, you probably make out better because Lego sets are way more than twenty five bucks. Well, they're expect they're expecting a whole bunch of donations. That's why it's so low. If they oh, get okay. if yeah, it's twenty five dollars, they get a whole bunch of people donating at twenty five dollars. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Those movies speak for themselves, and our our generation love them. So, at least the first one. The first one, I, I like. Second one also does. Yeah, you watch them back to back; they're good because they're. Yeah. They, he's almost the same age, and so it kind of works. Did yeah, you happen? Because I think they you, came out only a year apart, anyways, right? Within a couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Did Did you happen to watch the uh, Peacemaker trailer? I did. With yeah, uh, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks it looks a lot better than it should. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I mean, back when we used to watch wrestling and John Cena was wrestling, you wouldn't expect him being the uh, the next Rock or the next Batista if you want to compare him to uh, other wrestlers turn turn actors. But yeah, but I think out of the three of them, Batista's probably the best. To be honest, He's the, the best, Rock yeah. is kind of the Rock and everything. I really can't wait to see what he does with Black Adam. Um, but yeah, the I Rock haven't... is just the Rock. He's just generic action guy that makes twenty million a picture. I haven't liked and, too uh, many I haven't Batista's liked too many pretty good. I haven't liked too many movies with The Rock. I don't know about you, but Yeah, cool. there's been uh I can't think I still see them all. I didn't mind Rampage. Rampage was good. That, and that one was in a with that the, skyscraper one, one was weird. They have a one leg like, or something. Didn't he have one uh, leg or something or yeah something something wrong. Yeah that was him. the skyscraper movie. Yeah that was that and movie he, like, was so and he jumps like eight hundred feet from like <laughs> A building to like the skyscraper that's burning when they try to like remake yeah. Die Hard with him basically it's not great. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything. I liked uh, his early stuff. That movie with Sean William Scott was good. Uh, was it the Rundown? Yes. Yeah. Run, yeah I yeah, enjoyed that. So. Of course, he did Doom, which was trash. He was the worst part of the Mummy movies and the spinoffs. Uh, Scorpion yeah, King. well, the worst part the of the Mummy movies was the CGI they used on him because the technology just wasn't there to make it look even halfway decent. It, it was there. They just because you watch Star Wars at the same exact time, it didn't look as bad. Yeah, well, they weren't going to spend the money cheap, like George Lucas was. They just put they put cheap money into it, and it looked yeah. like a cartoon. It looked like cartoon. It looked worse yeah, it looked than Pixar. So, and then so, he yeah. was what the the lead in the third Mummy, and that wasn't very good. Yeah, the Scorpion. Or did he get a spinoff after the third moment? I can't remember. No, he got a spinoff, and then that was, and then there were sequels to that. Where I think Randy Couture was a Scorpion King. Yeah, of course, Grace was in one. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, John Cena. That that uh that peacekeeper peacemaker trailer. Uh, Robert Patrick plays his father from Terminator. Um. And that's Eagle sidekick that he has, and that looks fucking amazing, funny as hell. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it comes out next month. So. Um, yeah, it comes out like the 16th of January. Yep. Uh, PlayStation PlayStation is reportedly set to launch a subscription service, kind of like Xbox Game Pass. Um, 
it's going to it's going to bring classic PS1, 2, 3 games to the system kind of. Why don't those fucking assholes just let us use the goddamn system we paid $500 for instead of charging us monthly to do that shit? Yeah. Why? I know they, they want to make money. That's the simple reason, but it's just stupid. Plus PlayStation 1 and even 2 games don't age very well. No. They age like shit. So I don't know. Yeah. It'll be cool if they do, like, day one exclusives, which I don't think they will do like Xbox does, so... I think think they said that they were, but it would be just random titles. It wouldn't be anything Uh, major. Yeah, um, yeah, they've they've always sucked with the backwards compatibility. Anyway, Xbox has always been on on their heels for that. My, uh... Because there was, like, random PlayStation 3s would, and then other ones wouldn't. It was weird. Like, be able to play PlayStation 1 games, but they wouldn't allow you to play PlayStation 2 games. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, final piece of news, uh, Sony had an investor showcase last night, kind of came out of the blue. Uh, I don't know if you saw the picture. There was a picture of uh, William Defoe in the, in, yes. the, in, the, in the other variant version of Green yep. Goblin. That was pretty cool. Um and then the other, the other two, the two big things. Uh, Morbius had this extended scene that looked pretty fucking incredible, which yep. I, I can't believe how good this movie looks. And I had, I, I couldn't have given. I two think Jared about Leto's it. gonna knock it out of the park. Yeah, he's a good actor. So he's really um, good, except for he was not a good Joker. Yeah. And I don't think adding more of his Joker scenes would have made him into a good Joker, regardless. Because I just don't think that was the right, correct take to go with the Joker. Yeah. Well, that whole that whole that whole first Suicide Squad movie was trash anyway. There was yeah. a couple. There was a couple of good fan service scenes, like Batman arresting uh, the Joker and the. We Flash. kept trying to convince ourselves it was good, but as time went on, it went from like a three and a half pineapples down to like a two. <laughs> and, <laughs> I guess it, you and, tried, and it tried to be. It tried to be Guardians of the Galaxy with the. Yeah, soundtrack. tried to. Yeah. The soundtrack wasn't bad, the music that they had throughout, but yeah, it was... But they had random, like, that Eminem song didn't fit anywhere, and they just no. were like, oh, Eminem song. The only the only good thing to come out of it was Harley, but... Yeah. Harley Quinn, but... Um, the other, the last big thing that we saw um, yesterday was the trailer, the first trailer to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse with a surprise part one subtitle. Yes. So it's probably going to be a couple, and, and there's been rumors that there will be other spinoffs from this Spider Verse set of movies, car- animated yep. Sony movies. So uh, looks pretty good. It's going to have Spider Man 2099, which will be awesome. Um, yep, it's voice- still Lord Miller, right? They're doing it. Yep, and it's vo- okay, Spider Man tw- Spider Man 2099 is voiced by Oscar Isaac, so that'll be awesome. Ooh, yep. interesting. Yep. I love me some Oscar Isaac. Yep, you know, uh, coming soon to Moonlight, Moonlight, so that'll be awesome. So yeah, that's it for news. Uh, let's run into the reviews of what we saw this week. Uh, yes. First off, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention what I watched because you haven't watched it. Um, I watched the I finished the Beatles Get Back uh, documentary documentary on Disney Plus. Uh, it's pretty incredible if you love the uh, Beatles music. Um, showed an intimate uh, intimate music development from its uh, origins to full to full iconic recordings from the Let It Be album. Um, you know, yeah, it was, it was epic to see that from the very beginning, from the very infancy of what they were, what they were just had on a piece of paper, or what what he just what he had thoughts for guitar riffs or whatever, or piano, piano. It's riffs. also very cool they got all this stuff on video back then. Yeah, they were doing a documentary, and uh, 
just just to have a documentary because it was the first time they had recorded together as a band in years because back before that they were recording separate tracks and then going in and just having a complete album like the white album is all all tracks that were reproduced in in right. studio none of them were all together in other words um yeah so yeah um last 45 minutes shows the iconic rooftop concert which was amazing and it shows uh police raiding the concert from down below and going upstairs uh because the uh, pas were disturbing the peace um and uh they tried to unplug it mid-concert and george plugs it right back in right before the concert ends and uh when they're performing get back at the end paul paul mccartney just taunts him as the cops are staring right behind him and uh, yeah, it's really interesting to see it being the last public performance of the Beatles, and uh, I loved it. Um, but it's very, very long. If you have to, you have to sit down for eight hours or watch it in parts. Yeah. It, it took me it took me four or five days to actually get through. I'm it. probably going to get that to it at some point because I love stuff like that. So I will be yeah. watching that at some point. Um, you want to get into Eight Bit Christmas? We watched Eight Bit Christmas yes. on HBO Max. Uh, I I love this fucking movie. Yeah, uh, a little slow in the beginning. Yes, yes. Um, but that'll be a theme, because we have another movie that was really slow in our reviews this week. Um, but the ending was awesome. It was a tearjerker. A um, real gut punch. Yeah. and uh, But it was also kind of happy. Yeah, it was, but it was a gut punch. Um, it does star, um, what's his name from... Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Yep, from How I Met Your Mother and Doogie Howser. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was like we talk, we kind of shit shit on Christmas Story last episode, but it's kind of like a Christmas <laughs> story for our generation. It is. It's more relatable to us. More relatable, yeah, and uh, it has that same kind of feel where where there's where there's a narrator talking about uh, Christmas. It's just a basic Christmas story of trying to find a video game console. During Christmas, trying to find the original N- NES. Christmas of eighty six or eighty eight, I believe. 80, one of those. Yeah, he was just he was just trying to get a uh, Nintendo, and just like in in Christmas Story, it's the whole that you're shoot your eye out, so we're not getting your BB gun with yeah. <laughs> him in the eighties. It's the parents think that video games warp your mind, so they don't want to get it for him type deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I love that movie. Uh, do you want to rate it, or are we just going to rate the uh, big movie this week? Let's rate it. Um, Let's rate it. Because of the beginning, I'm going to give it a three and a half because I like the I like the ending. Three and a half. Yes, yeah. I think three and a half is perfect. That's what I would, I would I'd say. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, because it was it was slow to get into. It wasn't boring. It was just. But once you get into the ending and actually getting the because you find out. I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty a pretty great movie. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely worth watching if you if you grew up if you were born in the eighties or grew up in that whole NES period where that system was huge and you wanted it under your Christmas tree at that time. Even if you wanted a Super Nintendo at that time, it's still it's still relevant. So, yeah, great movie. Recommend that highly. Um, yes. And the last thing we have to review in this part um, in this section was we watched Hawkeye episode three. Came out Wednesday on Disney Plus. Um, I think what they're doing with this show is fucking incredible. Um, there was a chase scene in this sh- in this episode that was outstanding, and they showed the trick arrows, the different versions of trick arrows, and the way that they did that was done perfectly. Um, 
and I love the villain. I love Echo. I don't. She's she's an anti-villain at this point, but I'm sure there'll be some sort of redemption before the end of this or in her series. Um, and she's in the show. She is Death and um, Death, and she is um, she's just great and doing the sign language and communicating and in in the show uh, Clint has a hearing aid and and it's where the where the relation between the villain and the hero comes in. So, um, and I don't know if you saw the uncle. Did you did you see the uncle and hear the voice in the dojo? I don't think so. You missed it. Well, if you go back, this is going to be a spoiler. So skip the next 10 seconds, maybe 20, 15 seconds. That voice was Vincent D'Onofrio, and that was the kingpin. Ah, uh, okay. That grabs her cheek, and then she laughs. That's yep. her uncle. That, that's the uncle that picked her up from the dojo. Okay. So that will be set up further on, I'm sure, either in the, in the end of this series as being the big bad or... And you can tell. you Go and watch that scene again, and you can tell that laugh. It's undeniable that it's him. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, they showed the, uh, the tracksuit mafia, the main, the main goons of the show, their hideout is an old KB toys on the show. I thought that was <laughs> fucking cool. That is cool. Yeah. KB toys reminds KB me toys. of, our, reminds me of our old, uh, just shopping there for toys. And I used to buy a whole bunch of video games there when I was a kid. And stuff. Yeah. I remember getting ultimate MK three there for the SNES. Yeah. I remember game boy games. I remember game gear games, buying them there in the mall. Speaking the of video, mall. yeah, the old mall, yeah, the mall it's not now. Even there anymore. The mall now is not even uh, the mall. It's, it's wasn't that mall f- located by like the Best Buy or something? Yeah, it was like Montgomery Awards yeah. was over there and a whole yeah. bunch of shit. We old. Yeah. So, uh, jumping right into it, um, what are your? You wanted to bring up some video game memories, maybe our yeah. first consoles. Yep. Reminisce, reminisce after watching that eight bit eight bit Christmas. Uh, what was yeah, your first definitely. console? What was your first console? First games that you remember? First console we had an Atari twenty six hundred, mm. um, and we had a Nintendo that my sister got for Christmas in like probably eighty eight. Um, but my first console of my own. I bought from John Mocha for 50 bucks. I bought a Super Nintendo in, like, 1993. Oh, nice. uh, like, after my 10th birthday. He sold me for, like, 50 bucks. He gave me this uh, Super Scope 6 and, like, nice. Super Mario World. So I thought that was a pretty good deal because that shit was expensive back then. And, yeah. uh, yeah, sold me for, like, 50 bucks. I'm sure his parents had no idea he was selling it to me. <laughs> um, you know how that is when you're that age. Maybe he oh, just yeah. done with the console or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um so I used to play a lot of Super Nintendo. Uh, but growing up, I had the NES, and I used to hook up the Atari um, a lot back even through, like, freshman year of high school. I used to play Atari games just at random. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you? my first my first system that I actually owned was the NES, the original NES. It wasn't the... Nice. It wasn't the one that had uh, Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt, which I did have the game... But it was the one that yep. came. It was the one that came with the Ninja Turtles arcade game. I don't know if you remember that okay. game. That, yep. that, that game was pretty huge in my childhood. I played it the other night. Oh, nice! But yeah, it, it was uh, classic. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know what year that came out. It was. It was probably 1990. I, it was. It wasn't right when when the console came. I remember my sisters had. Right. 
my sisters had an NES up in Greenville when, where my dad lived. Um, and I remember playing Super Mario 2 was one of the first Mario games I ever played. Um, yep. And uh, they used to have elevator action. I don't know if you know that game or not. Um, I, I remember no. those two. Those are my first two memories of a game. But the first console I, the first console I owned was an NES. And then, like you nice. said, a Super, Super Nintendo was not too far, not too long after that with uh, Mario World, which we are going to get into this week's video game of the week. <laughs> Very iconic sound. Very iconic soundtrack. We, uh, yeah. The soundtrack was iconic, excellent. Uh, yeah, I mean, came out in 1991. It was bundled with the original NES, a Super Nintendo. Um,. Um, yeah, the uh, it was just yeah, just iconic at the time. It was just just the uh, 16-bit system for the Nintendo took 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 a lot out of this game compared to what the system before did to did to the Mario games. Um, if you yeah. were if you were to if you were to think of it as as a successor to all the Marvel Mario games combined and then turned on its head and put on put on speed, that's ex- exactly yeah. what it was. It's mostly um, took the the map world that was basically in the third one and took that to a whole new level. Yeah, you would think you think of the Mario 3 maybe as a as a land. And this is this is a whole entire world. It was a di- it was mm-hmm. it was it was a dinosaur land. It was a whole map world map of dinosaurs is called dinosaur land. Um a uh, great thing about it um we'll talk about the soundtrack a, l- a little bit. Um a lot of the soundtrack was basically the same was basically the same song throughout the whole entire the whole entire game. It was just redone each orchestrated in different styles each level, but have a little montage I was gonna play for you. It's basically the same song, just different drums. Yep. It's basically the same exact song. One hundred percent. Yeah. I still play this game a few times a year, not all the way through, but I'll pick random levels to play. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, I remember when it came out on the uh, DS. Oh, it was a DS a couple, maybe a Game Boy Advance a few years ago. It was pretty great. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, it was it was full it was fully immersive levels. Um, you go into the levels, there'd be hidden levels, shortcuts. You'd get keys to get to secret paths in the world, find different 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 ways to get to the end, or just if you want to do have a whole hundred percent completion of the game, you do that. Um, like uh, the Mario games before, there were castles. There were uh, big castles, large castles. Yeah, in the very end, you had Bowser's Castle. Um, it was more medieval themed. The castles, and at the very end of the castles, you would fight the seven children of Bowser. And each, and it was a puzzle. Each time you you beat him, you have to jump on top of him or run around him, and you had to time it just right and all that. Um, and then you had hidden coins, you had, uh, second exits, and you had, and you had, um, yeah, it was just awesome. Um, the, uh, the thing it took from Mario 3, too, it had a power-up reserve box up the top where you, where you could get a power, 
you'd have a power stored up top that you could save for later on in the game. Like if you wanted to save a feather to fly, which is another aspect yep. of the game, is you can fucking fly as Mario. Um, if you want yep. to save a feather for a perfect time in the game or the ending when you're at Bowser, you can save that feather for later on. So that was pretty cool. Um, and the most iconic and best part of the game was motherfucking Yoshi. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if you yes. knew this, but did you know his name in the manual is T. Yoshisor Munchakupas? Yes, I did. <laughs> Yeah, the, other, the other thing so, I was watching. You look at the old manuals. You look at the names they came up with for some things in Mario, and it's pretty fantastic, to be honest. Yeah, and uh, did you ever realize that Mario just punches him in the head to get him to eat apples and eat enemies? He just of randomly punches him. Yeah, it's not like a whip or anything. He just punches him. So yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing about that game, um, there was a secret level at the very, very end of the game, Star Road. Where you you got into the Star Road and you needed a keyhole, which would, you'd find a key in the level and you put the key in the hole and you have to, to yep. in order to advance to the next to the next level, and then when you get to the end of the uh, well each each time you beat a beat a star in that world, it creates a teleportation throughout the land, a teleportation port throughout different pieces parts of the land, um, and once you get to the very end of the Star World, there's a special world. Were very, very, very extremely hard, difficult levels to beat. That um, they, the, even the the makers of the game would mock mock you, or not mock you, but congratulate you for getting this far yeah. in the game. But yeah, um, pretty great. Um, I don't know what's your thoughts. I, I, I it's for me. I pretty much agree with everything. I love that. I love that game. I could play it any time. I might even play it tonight after we finish recording. Um, but yeah, I, I love that game. Yeah, you can still pick it up now. I think uh, kids, yeah. this, kids this generation could could get into it just as easy as we did. Even oh even yeah. Now. Um, the other the other thing I wanted to bring up this game also because of this game there okay. is a Marvel Mario Brothers Super Mario Brothers movie that came out. Oh, poor Bob that, Haskins, he didn't deserve this. John Leguizamo played Lu- Luigi. There was a little dinosaur Yoshi. Um, Bob Hoskins uh, played Mario Mario because they decided Mario would be his last name for some god awful reason. Yeah, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah, so. it's fucking what the. That's oh, awful. And you haven't seen that yet, right? I have not. I just know all about the horrific. So horrific movie a preview, movies. a preview for the new year, sometime in January. Lost movie review. God damn it! Super Mario Brothers. Alright, I guess I can do that. Yes, you do. Have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, All right. great. Yeah, great, great game. Um, your choice next week. Any ideas? My choice next week? Uh, you want to keep it, keep it a surprise? I'm thinking... Yeah, I have something uh, I've talked to you about. It. I don't think you've played it, so I don't know if that should matter or not. Um, no, it doesn't matter, no. no I'd be kind of surprised if you didn't play it. I'd also be very disappointed if you hadn't played it. So uh, we'll talk about that off air, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, keep it a surprise. Nah, next week, uh, next week's video game of the week going to be a uh, so going to be a surprise. So we'll keep it like yeah. that. Um, next segment, our Saturday Saturday morning uh, throwback segment, and this week we are going to do. Ah, oh, deja vu! Power Rangers again. Time to <laughs> Alpha, we just escaped. 
But yeah, this uh, this show was iconic for our generation, especially in that yep. time when we were in the at the end of elementary school in 1993 when it first debuted. Um, which is also around the time I got into, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme and stuff like that. For me, yeah. anyway, so that's why I liked it so much. Wait, you're talking You're talking about right at, right at this time was the major... Was a major uh, comic book boom in America. Everything was everything was comic book related. You had the uh, X-Men, Spider-Man TV shows on Fox. You had this on Fox. Yep. You had the Batman the Animated Series. Pretty much, if you were to connect it all to something, it was probably connected to the to Tim Burton Batman, just because how how huge that movie was at the time and, and brought brought comic books into the into the forefront. You see po- yep. comic book you see comic book shops pop up everywhere. But show came from Japan. I don't know exactly when it was developed into Japan. I didn't look that up, but it, it, it'd have been you around. Not watch the uh, movies or the TV shows that made us where they I talk ha- about Power Rangers. I, I have not yet, and I probably should have before I watched this. But fucking really good because they talk about everything, like the development and everything. I haven't seen it for like over a year, but it's a really good episode of that show. Um, but yeah, they basically took the footage from a show in Japan. Yep. about monsters and they just basically made Saved by the Bell on the side yep. mm-hmm. and then they just spliced the footage up together and made a TV show out of it which is pretty crazy yeah, um, if you think and, about it and later later on in the series they 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 had the they had the the that double the double filming done much better um, yeah. where you'd where you'd see the five rangers or the six if you're including Tommy ha- had the outfits on took yeah. the took the helmets off they had actual Actual uniforms made for him. Um, the uh, the um, the Zords. Each each ranger, they had they had a they had a coin that turned them into a Power Ranger, and each ranger had a Zord, which was this giant Godzilla like robot creature that was based off the dinosaur coin that they had. Or later on, there was different like, there were different apes and animals and so on and so forth. But each Zord combined into a Mega Zord, kind of like Voltron. And big, huge, uh, big, huge, uh, fought these big, huge monsters from Rita Repulsa that she made huge to destroy Angel Grove. Um, best part of that whole entire series was the Green Ranger and the White Ranger and the phenomenon that they One both had. One of the had. best TV arcs of all time. Yep, and the Green Ranger had a dagger, a dragon dagger yep. that had a dagger flute, flute thing. And the and the white tiger ranger had a talking tiger on the end of his tiger sword. Activate the tiger sword. <laughs> but just just the the amount of toys that that they just sold on those two alone, and then every other rangers too. Because I mean, I wanted all those toys. I, I had a lot of them. Um, they had the uh, the the heads flipped, so like yep. it was the ranger in costume, but like the head was not had the helmet yep. for some in case added. Uh, yeah. I don't understand it to be honest, but you press the thing on the belt and it flipped and it was a little mechanism it flipped around and all of a sudden he had the helmet on. Yeah. I had uh, I know I had Tommy and I had Jason. I think I had the gay one too. The blue oh, Ranger. Oh Billy. Billy Billy, that's it. Did you Billy. know that and the uh, black the black ranger also did not have a pinky? Was he missing a pinky? I don't know. I think it was a pinky. Oh yeah, you're right. So I, I do remember that. Yes, you're right. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, but uh yeah, Tommy, Tommy the Green Ranger was in love with the Pink Ranger for for what you could do from uh, from a kid's, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, which made like, I don't know if uh, she, it was everybody's it was her first. or like Topanga. I don't know if it was her or Topanga for me, but 
It was one of the uh, two. It was probably around the same time because that right show started the, in '93. So right around, well, around the same time. <laughs> Topanga was a nerd in the beginning. Uh, Topanga in the high school she years. Topanga in the high school years was. My, well, it was, uh, it was really like year two where they started to, even though she was still like fourteen or whatever, where she wasn't a nerd. It was just that first season. But yeah, the, yeah, um, and of course it spun off into a to a big major motion picture, which was pretty fucking horrible. Um, they they uh, they had Ivan Ooze as the uh, main bad guy. Do you remember the motion picture? Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, they had uh, yeah that was that was horrible. I, I remember going to the theater and actually seeing that. Um, yeah, just the overall nostalgia of it all. I mean, there've been so many spinoffs of the of the series since since this came out. They've had they've had Dino Rangers. They had a whole bunch of shit. Um, the video games at the time. I had a lot of video games on the Genesis, the Game Gear, uh, Super Nintendo. Had them all. Um, the costumes iconic still. Where they try to uh, where they try to um, replicate them now. Yep. Um, but yeah, great show for as a kid. Doesn't hold up as well now. Um, little trivia fact of the show: Brian Cranston was a voice from Breaking yep. Bad. He was a voice on the show for two villains. They actually named the Blue Ranger Billy. His last name is Billy Cranston, named after him. Yes, and also in the movie that came out in what 2015 or whatever, yeah, yeah, he's he also the Zordon. What's his name? Yeah, Zordon. Zordon yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's a good show. Uh, like I said, um, yeah, that, that last movie was crap. And like, I think we talked about it last week, the, uh, Netflix is making a reboot of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So it'll be interesting if they take that nostalgia and really do a good job with something like that for us as, as adults, because it seems like it'll be adult oriented and kid oriented. So that'd be cool. Um, who thought, who, who would have thought? 38 years old still talking about Power Rangers in a such a poetic way but but it was it was it was iconic to our uh, to our childhood between that and all the other shit and video games and and cartoons we used to watch back then but so yeah next week uh, next week you also have a Saturday morning throwback so we'll keep that as a surprise too unless you have an idea yeah because I have no idea yep we'll keep that as a surprise so we'll do those too um I, I was kind of thinking of uh Lost. We, we kind of talk about lost movies, lost TV shows that we never watched growing up. Um, maybe that you watched later on in the last couple of years that missed the mark for you. And I know one that you've mentioned to me before was how Goonies never, never really held up to you. Watching. No, it later. I never really saw it. I mean, when you see a movie like that for the first time, you're like thirty. Yeah. It doesn't really. Doesn't really hit it. Yeah, and and, and I remember Goonies being so so iconic in, in my childhood and just just remember everything about being awesome and just the adventure of it of it all um, I, don't, I don't know about I don't know about missing the mark but the, the only the only thing I, I wish I had done as a child which I've mentioned to you before is I wish I had started watching WWF programming yeah. WWF raw and all the all the pay-per-views I wish I had started watching it in 95 96 back right before Stone Cold Steve Austin got huge I started in 98. At the end of '98, when Austin and McMahon were right in the full force of everything, right before uh, Stephanie and Triple H got married and all that, so, so yeah. Um, which uh, talking about lost movies, we'll get right into it. We watched a Christmas movie this week. <laughs> we watched "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah. 
which we will review. We're going to give this a pineapple rating. Yeah. Um, going in the theme, it took an hour and 16 minutes to mention anything, not even a word, not even a Christmas tree, anything about Christmas. <laughs> and I kept texting you throughout. I was like, is this a fucking Christmas movie? Oh, my what God, that? yeah. We thought, we thought there was going to be no Christmas at all by the end of it. But, however, in the last half hour, 40 minutes, the damn movie took a turn and became fucking amazing. And and we, I just wish it was done. I wish that had happened throughout the whole entire movie and didn't get so far because the beginning of the movie was boring. If it was any, yep. other, mo- if it was any other movie, I probably would have shut it off halfway yeah. through and not got to the ending. And but the ending there was an angel, and uh, it kind of showed like uh, it, it reminded me a lot of the Christmas Carol and uh, yeah, this is what and your it life could into have like, been like Back to the Future Part Two when Biff yes. has the town of Hill Valley all it, of a sudden like, that's exactly that's exactly that. yeah because what happens if you're not born your whole entire yeah. town gets run over gets gets run by the one guy that you've tried to prevent taking over the town your whole entire right. life like Biff Tannen so. Yeah, that, that was the big. That was the Trump. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, mo- ending was amazing. I just wish it got there faster, and I wish it was yeah. throughout the whole entire thing because it was pretty damn slow. I could, I could yeah. see, I could see a generation or two before us love that movie. Well, I mean, the movie was made in 1946. Yeah. Also weird watching a movie where every single person there is dead. Yep. I thought about that halfway through because I was that bored with the goddamn movie that halfway through I thought, wow, that person's dead, that person's dead. It's like watching the 1992 Royal Rumble. Everyone's dead now, except for Hulk Hogan. But yes, what's your pineapple rating for this? Uh, well, it's going to be a grimace before the ending. And I I'll, I yes. will say, it's not it's not a grimace. It was definitely going to be. Yeah, it was 100% um, going to be a grimace. I'm going to say... I'm not gonna completely say it's a horrible movie, but I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Wow! And that's and that's being and that should be just that because the ending generous, my friend. And that's just because the ending was as good as it was. The ending um, was really good. If and I, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't get any more than that. And in fact, it's probably not even worth one and maybe one and a half. But I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Half, and I'm gonna stick with it. What'd you give it? No movie that bores me that much for the first two acts is ever going to get above a two, so I'm going one and a half. Okay. Um, the well, ending second. basically saved it from being a grimace to a one and a half. But the ending gonna... I did love. Give me a whole movie of that, because that's the shit I'm into. Yes. But, I mean, and also, I mean, it was made in the 40s, so, like, obviously it's going to be a classic, because it was one of the first Christmas movies, and it was, I mean, you really can't do much with ideas back then. I mean... Yeah, yeah, because there wasn't much. I mean, you talk about what was out, probably White Christmas. There wasn't too much out out that at that time. So no, no. Um, you want to take an average every time we do have a split score like that because the average would be a two. I really hate that we're gonna give this son of a bitch a two, but no, no, no we'll sure. do we'll do we'll do separate. Sure. We'll do we'll do two and a half. We'll do, we'll do one and a half. We'll do we'll do another column for the uh, average. So yeah, do that. We'll, we'll figure but, yeah. it out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's our review of that. And uh, finally this week, we are going to break down something that a friend of ours from high school, somebody that we're friends with on high, on uh, Facebook, um, Chris Cassiello, he gave us this uh, this this fa- this uh, YouTube video from Jim Cornette, his podcast from a couple of years ago. 
talking about how much Hulk Hogan, the iconic 80s wrestler, is a fucking liar. I mean, if you were in the 80s, if you were in the 80s wrestling, even me, I wasn't into it, but I know this song. I know him. I know, uh, I know how iconic he was at the time. <laughs> oh, Hogan. But he's a huge, he's a huge liar. Yeah, very much and so. I have a list here I compiled from that Jim Cornette podcast. Shout out to Chris for sending us that. Yep. Clip. Yep. Shout out to Chris. Um, Chris Cassiello at school. Yep. So yeah, getting into the list. Uh, number one, Hogan turned <laughs> down. Hogan turned down the wrestler, the movie, the wrestler, starring starring um, Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. He said he turned down the wrestler. Um. Darren Aronofsky has since said he's never had any contact with Hogan ever in his life. <laughs> ever. Uh, another lie that Hogan decided to tell. Um, he was scouted by the Yankees and the Reds. Yes. Apparently to, a very good baseball player. Yes. Uh, I guess... Uh, um, Macho Man Savage, Randy Macho Man, Man Savage was with the Reds at one point, or the or the yeah. Or the my uh, I have an uncle that played minor league baseball against him. Yeah. Um. At one point. Yeah. Oh god. And so, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Next one. The the pride in the seventies. Pride <laughs> didn't start until nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, he said he was a pride fighter. Did start till 1997. Yeah. Uh, he also said he was the first to slam Andre the Giant, and he tore 18 muscles in his back. And because of the slam, Andre died weeks later. Didn't the slam happen in like he, 19, 19, 1988, 86, 86, and Andre 87. It happened in 87. Andre died in 93. Oh, and, and Andre and Andre jumped up for that. He he let him. He pretty much let him slam him. So. There was yeah, no, there was, was no lost. injury. Yeah, yeah there, there was no injury. Um, he, he said he, another lie that he told. He said he partied with John Belushi after Mania Two in 1986. John Belushi died in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the cocaine, man. It messes with your brain. Uh, yeah, something cocaine or steroids. <laughs> um. He told the Undertaker that he permanently in, that Undertaker permanently injured his neck when he had botched a tombstone. Well, years later, Taker watched the tape back and saw that Hogan's head was nowhere nowhere near the mat for the entire match, and he called bullshit on him. Yeah, I'm siding with Taker on this one. I don't know. I just don't think Hulk was telling the truth this time or right. any time. No, he's a uh... lie detector. Determined that was a lie. Uh, Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan had a rock album back in the 80s and he dedicated a song to a uh, 
I guess it was uh, I guess it was called Hulk, Hulk Hogan in Heaven or something. Uh, he dedicated it to a Make a Wish kid that he met in England during the Summer Slam at Wembley Stadium, which I don't know what year that was. Um, 92. But suppo- 92. And I guess he wasn't even at that Summer Slam or anywhere near England at the time. That Summer Slam was headlined by Macho Man versus Warrior and Bret Hart versus Davy Boy Smith. That was when Hulk Hogan was on his hiatus because okay. the steroid trial was going on. Okay. So I don't even think he was signed. That was right before he went to WCW. Right, okay. Nice. Okay, makes sense. Um, he said he was asked to join a startup company called the UFC. He said he didn't join because its matches were basically too real. <laughs> I'm sure he and Hoist Gracie talked about that many times. <laughs> yeah, and he said a uh, pay-per-view match with Mike Tyson was supposed to happen in WCW, but, uh, but Hogan claims that Tyson didn't want it to happen because he was too scared. Yeah, I just don't believe it. And that happened right after uh, Evander Holyfield and the whole ear situation. See, I don't believe that shit. Tyson would be afraid of fake wrestling. That um, also brings up the uh, when Taz came to WWF, allegedly Kurt Angle was scared that Taz might shoot on him and actually like perform real moves. And that doesn't register to me because Kurt Angle's a gold medalist in the Olympics. I don't know how true that would be either, but that's a story I've heard about that, but that was just off topic. Yeah. Um, The reason he didn't get the offer for the George Foreman girl is because he was off picking picking up his kids from school. He missed yeah, the phone call. Yeah, that's a long-standing rumor that he yeah. allegedly was the, the first person they wanted for it, which I yes. do believe because I do believe that in the 80s that he would be the yes. first person they would call for it, and he probably just turned it down and came up with some bullshit reason as to why he would be picking up his kids from school, even though I <laughs> don't think either of them would have been born at the time. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't His kids are... I feel like his kids were 90s babies, not yes. 80s babies. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look at the timeline on that. Well, George George Foreman girl came, George Foreman girl came out in the late nineties or mid nineties, I think, right? Oh, I thought I, I thought he signed on before that. Maybe it did. I don't know. Did you ever Did you ever see his infomercial with his own Hulk Hogan girl from like the early two thousands? Did you ever see that? The Hulk uh, Hogan I did not. And did you ever hear about the grill and how? Because like, you didn't you didn't see it, but um, I guess they had a whole bunch of fire hazards and they ended up going out of business. After he put his oh, name okay. on it, yeah. Um, he claimed he he claimed this is great. He claimed he wrestled four hundred days in one year, not times. Four hundred <laughs> days because of the I don't time. Know, but the last time I checked, years don't last that long. Well, it's because it's because of the time difference between the U.S. and Japan and flying in and out of the time zones. He thought he was a fucking time traveler, so every time he'd go back in time with the time change, he, he'd figure it was a new day. So yeah, he yeah. thought he was. He thought he wrestled 400 days a year. Um, he also said Elvis was a huge fan of Hulk Hogan. Elvis died in 1977. Hogan <laughs> became Hulkamania in the in the middle of the 80s. <laughs> probably the most probably the most uh, probably the most known Hogan lie. Metallica, Metallica, and the Rolling Stones both wanted him to play to be their bass player. Lars came to Hogan himself. Lars came to Hogan himself to ask him to play with the group, which has both since been denied by both yes. parties. Well, except um, for Hogan. Hogan. Hogan says. Oh, he's he, still he's still adamant yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Metallica denies it. Yep. 
he claimed he was he claimed he was blackballed from Hollywood because he turned down a gay producer's advance, advances in the 1980s. If that was the case, he wouldn't have uh, shitty movies like uh, like uh, Muscles, Santa with Muscles, and uh, what, Suburban Commando. What were the other ones? Suburban he had? Commando. Hey, that's yeah. a classic. I love that movie back in 1991. I, yeah, 90, 1991. Have you watched it recently? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> the Undertaker's in it. That was like right before he got signed to WWF. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember. It was that, like yeah. he was already in WWF when the movie came out, but they obviously filmed it like the year before, or whatever. Um, he flew in a plane with Kerry Von Erich, who ended up killing himself seventy-two hours later. Kerry uh, Von Erich, uh, not not too popular of a wrestler nowadays, but back in the day, um, he was big in Texas, huge in Texas. But One supposedly, of the better, best wrestlers of all time, but yes. he wasn't huge when he got WWF. Because at that point, I, did you know that he didn't have an ankle? Yes, I like, did. Like, he that. fought his entire time in WWF with no ankle. Like, his his foot was crushed, and they, I think they cut off his did they cut off his foot, or they just couldn't repair the ankle. And so he'd shower with a boot on so that the guys in the locker room wouldn't know because he was so old school he couldn't sell the fact he didn't have an ankle. Oh, yeah. Um, he claimed he claimed he was the. Well, I didn't finish that one, did I? Um, he said he flew in a plane with Kerry Von Erich seventy-two hours before he killed himself. He never left the country before he killed himself. He was in America the whole entire time, so he is lying right. about that. Uh, he claimed he was the first wrestler in the WWF to sell merchandise. Had to talk Vince into it. There's multiple. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back to the last one. Um, Kerry Von Erich was facing jail time, so I'm guessing he couldn't right. even get on a plane at that he time, could, yeah, which he is one of the reasons why he killed himself, because he was busted with cocaine. Yes. So I just wanted to go over that real quick. So that's yeah. the thing that proves it, yeah. More lies on lies. Um, yeah. He claimed he was the first wrestler in the WWF to sell merchandise, had to talk Vince into it. Nobody had sold merchandise before him, which I'm pretty sure has been proven that there was, there was merchandise in the 70s, I'm sure. Yeah, that's how they made money. Yes, exactly. Um, he claimed he was banned from Letterman because he he stopped Letterman from hitting on Linda Hogan, where he had been on Letterman since then many times before and after this. <laughs> um, he says he used to be six nine. Now after back and knee surgeries, he's six four. I think he's like five eight. Have you seen his commercials with Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman six four, and he's shorter than Troy Aikman. Yeah. Oh, maybe he did shrink. Yeah, who knows? Either that <laughs> so, or... Uh, yeah. Um, he said he had a uh, gun in his hand ready to off himself. And got a call from uh, Layla, <laughs> Layla Ali and took it as a sign to put the gun down and live. Layla, Layla Ali doesn't have any idea who he was or any recollection of this. I think the exact quote is, oh, is that the wrestler? Yep. So, uh, Said he wanted to be a heel at uh, WrestleMania 6, be a bad guy. Versus the Warrior, and Vince turned it down. I mean... No. Yeah, he was huge he was merchandise. He was film a movie. Yeah. Uh, he had multiple stories of people real shoot, sh- real real fighting him, real shoot wrestling him in the ring, and shoot, and him beating them in real. Because there was once uh, the guy, uh, some guy in Japan who ran, uh, I think it was New Japan, or pro, uh, one, of the, one of the ones over there, I wanted to take the WF title and tried to actually beat Hulk Hogan, and Hulk Hogan actually beat him in a fight. That was another story he told. Yeah, yeah. And probably the uh, the biggest lie he's ever told. But the things that I am not is I'm not a steroid abuser, 
-hmm. and I do not use steroids. Even though he he's said multiple times, it. even though he said multiple times, he's used them under doctor supervision. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, yeah, he's a liar. Lie detector determined that was a lie. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, because of this, uh, next week we are going to review Santa with Muscles, starring That's Hulk good. Hogan. I want to watch the whole thing because it's. Uh... It's something else. Yeah, in the movie, uh, just to give a little preview, Hulk Hogan is a rich person who lives in this outside of this small town who ends up hitting his head, running away from the cops because he's a outlaw, outlaw rich person who thinks he can get away with anything, ends up hitting his head, having amnesia, and a, and a, and a mall elf convinces him that he's Santa Claus and hijinks <laughs> and high, hijinks are about yes. yes and it's Mila Kunis's first movie as well yeah, Mi yeah Mila Kunis's first movie um there's a whole bunch of evil scientists um evil scientist villains and one of them has a fart weapon who decides to shoot methane gas at people so yeah it's an interesting movie I watched half of it yesterday I'm gonna watch the other half and we're gonna review it next week um Speaking of reviews and a little preview of what's coming up for the next for the next month uh, until the end of De uh, December, of course, Spider-Man: No Way Home uh, comes out in twelve days. Um, the Christmas lost movies that we're going to do for the rest of the month, we're going to do Elf next week. Uh, we're going to do Love Actually on the twentieth, and The Grinch, which I have never seen, we're going to do on Christmas weekend. On the, I think the it's one 20th. Jim Carrey or the one the animated the, one. The, anim the animated one. I've seen. Okay, I think good. I saw. That's it good. I like that one. Yep, um, we're gonna do Free Guy next week with uh, Ryan Reynolds. We haven't watched that yet, um, and then we got Matrix Res uh, Matrix, uh, Matrix Resurrections coming out December twenty second. Kingsman coming out December twenty second as well. Book of Boba Fett coming out on December 29th. and sometime this month or next month, we're gonna start a new segment on sports. Pretty much, we're going to name it Teach Race Sports. And we have a whole bunch of friends that listen to this podcast or friends with us that are, fr are fans of sports. If they want to jump on on that and uh, try to teach me sports, that's fine too. Uh, first episode is going to be about LeBron James and how Kevin puts it, why LeBron James is a fucking asshole. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. I hate LeBron James. I hate LeBron James. I fucking hate that guy. So that'll be the, that'll be the first segment of that douchebag. week. douchebag. <laughs> oh my god. That'll be the first segment. And uh, In the words yeah. of CM Punk once again, I got a lot of stuff to get off my chest. <laughs> so yeah. You want to talk about bullies? Well, yeah. Well, the whole thing that brought it up was... Exit stage uh, left. The, the whole thing that brought it up was that time last week, that video showing him kicking those fans out of the uh, arena because they oh said something god. to him. Bag of shit. Oh and my then god, that he's being heckled. Yeah, let's and get them that, kicked out. And then that that big fight, that big fight that he had like a week earlier before that, on, in the, with that one guy when he acted like a bitch and ran away. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be interesting. I can't wait for that segment. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> you know me. I don't like to curse law, but fuck LeBron. Yep. Bag of shit. And on that note, that's <sighs> it for uh, week five of our podcast. Thank you for listening once again. Um, we have a few. Uh, supporters who listen and subscribe to us and um, 
We appreciate it. And thank you for following us on Facebook. If you haven't, follow us on Facebook. Um, we don't post on, I mean, we post on there, but basically just follow us on there because when our podcast posts is posted, it'll be, it'll be a notification on Facebook and Twitter saying that it's been posted. So, and, uh, on that note, uh, thank you. And we will talk to you next week. Yes, we will. Peace. Adios.